está la cripta! Ay, 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 ay. Hola, cariño. Hola, amor. And welcome to the bain... How do you say 20th in Spanish? Dude. <laughs> and bienvenidos to the 20th episode. Wait a minute. Veintésimo. Uh, Sure. Let's just say veintésimo. Mira, aquí tenemos la computadora enfrente. Why don't we fucking Google it? Full idiotas. Uh, twen, keep all of this. Twentieth. <laughs> twentieth? Twenty. How do you spell twentieth? Oh, my God. Tw w, tw wow. T-W-E-N-T-I-E-T-H. I-E. Twentieth. Would have never guessed. Y bienvenidos al... Vigésimo <gasps> episodio. Imagínate, I would have Vigésimo. Wow. Y bienvenidos al vigésimo episodio of <laughs> Uy, qué horror, a Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. We're here. It's 20. Holy shit. Listen, you learn something new every day because I Bro. did not remember that. I, whatsoever i would have never no nunca please how don't do you say 21st vigésimo oh. primero tal vez quien sabe who knows quien sabe. again just i need to commit to just taking spanish class it's all in there it's all in there it just needs a heavy dusting yo mira I would have never known. I would have never known. Okay. Not for a moment. Not for a single moment. But here we are um, celebrating the 20th episode. Wow, that's crazy. 20. It is. Latinx films under our belt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Listen, like I've said before, I'm proud of us and I'm loving the exploration and I'm thrilled to know that there are quite a few of these movies out there. And the adventure continues. We are barely scratching the surface. Oh my goodness! There's so fat list ahead of us. Yeah, it's 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 so exciting to be at this point, but then also to that there's so much more ahead. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> uh, so to this week, we it's it's my pick. I got lucky and got the twentieth ep. And mm -hmm. um, before we get into the movie that we watched uh we got a lovely message on instagram from the director of el sanatorio which is the film from costa rica costa rica we did not too long ago uh miguel gomez and he very sweetly sent us a couple voice notes voice messages whatever you do yeah. on instagram and mm -hmm. he had checked out the episode and he sounded like he wasn't too offended by everything we said. He wasn't like you, fucking assholes. Yeah, totally. The only I mean, thing, we had a great time with that movie. We absolutely did. It was so much fun. So it was very sweet that he reached out to us and he he was like, "Yeah, this is what I'm doing. I live in L.A. now, and I work on a lot of music videos and stuff. Like he mm -hmm. does stuff with Megadeth. Is that what Mega he said? Megadeth. Awesome. Yeah, and he was also like." That was totally me working on Iron Man. <laughs> Even though I was an incredulous asshole. And, uh... That's one of my favorite parts of that episode where I'm like, he worked on Iron Man. Crickets. <laughs> Are you sure? What a dick. <laughs> Ridiculous. Total dick. Oh, man. But that was very nice of him. He also sent us a cute little picture of him, um, his movie, 
showing right next to Terrence Malick's Tree of Life, and he was really proud of that, which is lovely. He also told told us that in one of the scenes, the guy who's being interviewed giving information about the sanatorio was actually just a dude walking by being like, that's a real haunted place, you dicks. <laughs> so, And like the story, one of the stories you hear in that guy's particular scene is just kind of an urban legend. It's just so cool. I love that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, hey, directors, send us more messages like this because... <laughs> We love it. It's so fun to just hear that. We love that. Yeah. Even if you're going to be like, you are assholes. (laughs) You didn't like my movie, which we loved El Sanatorio, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And (laughs) and the last thing I'll bring up that he said that was so funny to me was that he's like, you know, the only thing is my mom might be offended that you made fun of her house. And (laughs) we were like. Bro, that was our house too. That looked exactly. Yeah. That's mira, that's Centro America, brother. Todas esas esas casas son las mismas. The reason we we laugh is because we recognize it. I'm like, did I live there? Because looks familiar. It, you know, is my tia walking in the background? Because it <laughs> seems like my house. Exactly. Uh, but that was really sweet. So thanks, Miguel Gomez, for yeah. reaching out and chatting with us. We uh, we just love chatting. So talk to we us. We loved that. Hey, and even if you're not a director of a movie that we that we've watched, talk to us. We love it. Hell yeah. We're at Uikyoror on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a holler. And our Gmail too is Uikyoror, so yeah. y'all know. Send us love notes. We love it. <laughs> so okay, so let's hop into this freaking movie. So, okay, I came across this movie. Funnily enough, well, I found it on when I was doing research of movies to do, so I put it on our little Excel sheet. But I also kept seeing like T-shirts and posters advertised on Instagram on our Uikyoror Instagram. It just kept the like oh. the movie poster kept popping up of Alucarda, mm-hmm. and I had read I think in one of those Instagram posts that Alucarda was a uh, Dracula spelled backwards so i was like oh Mm -hmm. we just did from dust till dawn which is vampires maybe we'll do this other vampire movie sure i was wrong (laughs) it's not really vampiric there are are vampire vampire themes moments yes but like i imagined like dracula full vampire yeah like i imagined teeth and that kind of a lady dracula exactly so anyway so we're doing alucarda which is a Mexican film, but again, I was incredibly shocked when the first line was in English and not dubbed, just not... in English. Yes, it is a it's an English language Mexican film, which I was I was fascinated by. And apparently, this director did a few more in this same like this same idea where the. Filmed in Mexico, but record, but done in English. Sure. So strange to me. The actors, I, most of them, I, I believe, were Mexican. He's Mexican. Like, the full staff, you read the crew and everything, it's all yeah. names in Spanish. So I was like, that's fucking dope, dude. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting yeah. choice. Especially, like, back then, in the 70s. Yes. Who knows? Maybe uh, he was like, uh, let's yeah. sell it to American audiences. That'll be more... Why able to sell it better? I don't fucking know. Yeah, so I mean, we see it today where people are like, 
what's I don't want to read subtitles. So I mean, yeah, you, which is a dick move. Yeah, everybody but, I mean, read a fucking subtitle, you assholes. Ridiculous. But maybe that's why he, why this director was like, I'm just gonna make it a little bit more accessible for for people who speak English, because maybe he just wanted to be more well known or yeah. wanted to make it into Gen Gen But it was very interesting and honestly a little like jarring at the top. Oh my god, weird. I literally was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I went and I googled. Alucarda in Spanish, and, uh, <laughs> nope. and that's not a thing. Uh, so there you go. Okay, so Alucarda with a subtitle, La Hija de las Tinieblas, uh, is a film uh, that was released in 1977, directed by Juan Lopez Moctezuma, and written by Alexis Arroyo and Juan Lopez Moctezuma. Johnny, a synopsis from you? Okay, so the only synopsis I could find has two incorrect things in it. I'm just going to... Oh! So I'm just going to read it to you. And okay. um, I don't know if we should correct it right from the top or just correct it as we go. So okay. here we go. After the death of her parents, Justine arrives at a convent and brings a sinister presence with her. Is it her enigmatic imaginary friend, Alucarda, who is to blame? Or is there a satanic force at work? Okay, Wrong. we're going to talk about it right at the top. A, okay, she yeah. doesn't bring a goddamn thing with her. No, nothing comes with her. There's no sinister presence. And Alucarda is not imaginary. She's a person. Fully everyone Full person. can see her. <laughs> <laughs> Every, people call her Alucarda throughout this movie. She literally Everybody knows she's there. born at the beginning of the movie. Like, that's, that's insane. <laughs> you see this person... <laughs> birthed into the world <laughs> so very strange but there's your synopsis okay. that uh, best to correct from the top yes um totally but i mean this movie's nuts so this movie guys might as well start off with this, this synopsis movie is nuts but <laughs> right from the top i'm gonna let y'all know i loved this movie <laughs> me too same <laughs> me too i loved it okay so right, let's, let's fucking dive in. We open with a, a horrible, like, viney, old, stony room. It looks like a, like a very old, dusty, fucking cave-esque, full of statues that are covered in vines and mm -hmm. drapery that's been sitting there for centuries, it looks like. And you hear a baby crying, and um, a horrible man appears. <laughs> Just rises into frame. The ha the hair with the hay in it. Oh my god! I I laughed. So did I. I laughed. <laughs> He's terrifying looking. Awful, but still. But I straight up laughed. Looking. Yeah. Yeah. A horrible man appears and he's <laughs> holding holding the baby. So he says it's a it's a girl and the mom is like I I won't be able to see her grow, you know, take her to the convent and let and watch over her, make make sure she's safe. And then she says, and don't let him take her. Yeah. So there's already like you don't know sinister presence. Exactly. And troubled person in her life. Yeah. Is this a, an abusive partner? Is this what is this? What could it be? So this horrible man takes the baby and he's like, you got it. I'll take care of this nugget and leaves and leaves this woman in this pit that she is lying in and has just given birth in. And all of a sudden we hear these horrible sounds, this like 
wheezing breath. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of The Exorcist. Totally. You know when she's Exorcist. like, like, yeah, growling, wheezing. Yes, absolutely horrible. And it's all around her, and we get all these shots of these hideous like statues, like goat heads, and like people. It looks I couldn't really tell because this movie is from the seventies, and mm-hmm. the video that we watched it in was a. A daily motion. I watched a daily motion. Did you do Vimeo? I did Vimeo. Yeah, I did Vimeo. But like both, you know, they're like, it's not a great quality, quality. but not HD. Yeah. You know what these statues remind me of? Speaking of The Exorcist, they reminded me of The Exorcist. Like, I don't know if you remember, but that statue, I think the demon's name is Pazuzu? Okay. I think. I don't know. Get ready for some. For all the demons. For demon names that I literally was like. (laughs) Cool. I'm I'm oh, guessing. No, yeah, but they reminded me of of all of that. I was like, oh, it's very exorcist. Yeah, like all goat statues, goat heady and horns, yeah. but also like all that stuff. So, and she's laying there, hearing all this like horrible wheezing, breathing, and like all of a sudden, there's like a push in on her, and her eyes get real big, and she screams, and boom, opening credits, and it's. It looks like a tarot card. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a woman's body with like wings and we get all the names of our of our actors and everything. Once the credits are done, <laughs> una carreta. Oh, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Hoa. Hey. Ha ha. Hey, hey, hey. Ho ho. I this man is going Okay. What okay, okay. We're on a horse-drawn buggy. And uh, we see like a young woman next to this old dude who's driving the bu- the buggy is going I'd say three miles per hour tops so slow this man is like is, might as well we like you would think he's just like on a racetrack <laughs> but he is not and uh, he's like just high eyeing the fucking life away of these poor donkeys that are like we get it bro we're going so he goes up at like two miles per hour down this like small road and the people around the this carreta are like i'm assuming like we assume this is the convent and uh Mm -hmm. because there's monks it seems like there's those shrouded monks and what we learn soon enough are nuns but the nun outfit isn't (gasps) A nun outfit you would imagine. Not at all. It almost looks like a mummy headdress and like gossamer, like velvet. Like I couldn't tell what the fabric was. And it was this like whitish, beige, pinkish almost. But then the skirt had like layers and little by little the layers turned like red on the bottom. Like it looked like blood, right? So... Going forward into this movie, I'm pretty sure that what that is is fucking menstrual blood. No, because they all, they all have. Well, a bunch of them have it like at the front of their skirt specifically. Yeah, and then later we see something happen that that we will get to later. But the reason I think it kind of looks pinkish is because they're soaked. These are like bandages soaked in blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. gave me. The full. At first, I was like, they look like like mummy cupcakes, but <laughs> that's perfect. thinking about it later, it was horrifying. The the nun outfit really was a uh, very un- unsettling, unnerving. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So we learned that this girl that has just arrived on this Haya Carreta is uh, Justine. <laughs> uh, a nun takes her and escorts her uh, to meet 
Mother Superior. And as they arrive, Mother Superior is talking to a man and a young woman. And the man, who we soon learn is the doctor, and this young woman he's with, she seems like catatonic like she's just staring. I thought she was like brainwashed she's staring out into nothing and he's like yeah. thank you so much for taking care of her uh we'll be back next summer and hopefully by then she'll be able to be do to do things for herself now and the nun is like great thanks so much bye and so you're like okay see ya <laughs> thanks for brainwashing this girl yeah what and then she kind of just like kind of smiles at one point she was real creepy and i was like what's going on here so when he leaves uh the other nun that was with justine was like this is justine her parents have died so she's orphaned uh and i wrote i guess she you just gotta be a nun now (laughs) like what's happening sorry but i guess this convent is also maybe like an orphanage for young girls that have i guess been Orphan, duh, because it's an orphanage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so this nun, who her name is Angelica, but I mm-hmm. literally didn't find out her name until the last thirty minutes of this movie. Yes, uh, several characters. I, I was, was like, just who? like, I don't know who you are. For Later a while, on, I was calling out. her yeah. Veronica because they said the name Veronica, and I was like, is that her fucking yeah. name? Quién sabe? Pero this is Angelica. Yeah, and she is a she is a main character in this yes. film. Yes, she's very sweet. She's like, if you need anything from me, you know, please let me know. So they take her to this room that is just like. The dreariest, most awful room I've ever seen in my life. This whole convent looks like a cave. Yes, it is dark, stone, like yeah. awful. Well, where did they get this? How do, it's it, it's honestly very cool, but damn, is it gross in there? We don't we don't find out until a little while later. But this movie is the this place is set in the eighteen. 18- like 1860s basically 1865 ish mm-hmm. everything is kind of like real gothic looking yes and yeah. uh including some of these outfits that these gals wear oh boy the looks that oh, yes. the non-nuns are wearing some looks that are <laughs> particularly upsetting um <laughs> So Justine, whose look is like plaid, but not plaid. Oh my god, it was awful. It was very seventies. It was you know? absolutely seventies, but like the costume designer was like seventies, but eighteen fifties also. Let's mix it up. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Her hair is like fully feathered. Foof. <laughs> it's oh my just god. A foof, feathery foof. <laughs> so Justine is in the room by herself because the um, Angelica, sister Angelica, has left, and she's holding a picture of her dead parents. And behind her, pocket of terror from the shadows, Alucarda just like appears. Spooky. Very spooky. And it starts with like her face, and because she has her hair split down the middle, and like very again, very seventies, like falling, mm-hmm. like curtaining her face almost. So you just kind of see her face first, and then and she was wearing all black, so she kind of like hello, and you're okay. yeah, un fantasma is what I thought. And right away, she's like, oh my god, what is this? Do you want to see what I have? Oh my god, I have secrets, and she dumps like a shit ton of just crap on her bed and she's like this this means i like you and this other thing you want to see this and look at these secrets do you like these secrets and justine is like who are you (laughs) (laughs) ma'am hello (laughs) 
So then she grabs it from this bunch of junk she dumps on her bed. She grabs a jar of bugs and she dumps the bugs in her hand and she's like, do you like this? These are in the garden. Let's go to the garden. I'll show you more secrets. So now we're at the garden and obviously before they like introduce themselves, she's like, I'm Alucarda. And Justine is like, I'm Justine. Yeah. Alucarda is holding like a chunk of mossy earth and these two little bugs, like red, I was like spiders, ladybugs. I did not know what they those like bugs were. Ticks. I I don't ticks? know what they were. Sure, who fucking knows? And Justine is like, "What the fuck is that?" And Alucarda's <laughs> like, "These are." But she's like, "What is that?" Oh yeah, Justine. What, is, what are these? Is... She's full innocent. Like, oh, what? <laughs> uh, how could it be? <laughs> she's a child, but they're supposed to be fifteen. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> they're supposed to be 15 and they are fully 30 year old women like it's there's, abs- there's no way no way <laughs> justine in particular i was like ma'am you're about to go through menopause how are you 15 <laughs> so justine is like what are those bugs and alucarda is like it's another secret they're like us they're like mirror we're mirror images of each other like you and me and i was like girl i just met you i don't trust your ass because you're fully dumping this is a lot of pressure for me to be your friend yeah (laughs) relax and then cut to them literally frolicking on a hill like a beautiful mountainside and they're just like (laughs) giggling fucking grabbing their hands and twirling like i was like whoa 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 and then they're falling all over each other and like but then they like when they land they're just kind of looking at each other and my first reaction to this was are you two about to make out right now i literally was like here is this a gay film like i was like yeah is this like a lesbian lesbian love love story but because at first it feels very in like a lot yeah intense but very innocent and this this switches it around real fast yeah as they're lying on top of each other looking (laughs) into their eyes like longingly a bell rings like far away and they go to see and it's a procession of people wearing all black and they're carrying a coffin and alucarda's like that was sylvia she killed herself so they're gonna bury her in unhallowed ground which is a very Mm. catholic thing like suicide is not cool so I'm sure back in 1850s, they're like, oh, that bitch is in hell, so we can't have her in our business. And she's super, she seems to be super obsessed with death. Yeah. Alucarda. Yes. Justine is even like, I'm frightened of funerals. And Alucarda's mm-hmm. like, not me. I'm hella into that shit because there is happiness beyond death and I am all about it, girl. And you're just like, yeah. Okay. So cut to more hill frolicking, but this time Mm -hmm. it's not just Alucarda and Justine. It's the nuns and some other girls. So Alucarda grabs Justine and they like run away from this group of people that are frolicking on the hill. We see that Angelica, Sister Angelica, is like, where are they going? And kind of later on follows them. But as Alucarda and Justine go up this hill, we hear these like, a jingle jangle of like chains rattling or whatever and this igor looking motherfucker pops up which i think that's the same fucking hideous man from the beginning right i thought so yes i also but couldn't tell. i wrote 
Rumpelstiltskin. Like that, I was like, this is fucking Rumpelstiltskin, but not little. Like he's a big yeah. guy. He's got a hunchback, and he's just like yeah. approaching like Igor. Yeah. yeah, and this dude is like, bonjour, hey, charmant, le fil de nuit, and I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. Now we're French, but then, and then some also German. German. In there. Yeah, qué está pasando? If I saw this man in the woods, Bye. I would faint. <laughs> I would faint from fear. He's absolutely. hideous looking. I mean, he looks ridiculous, but he's got absolutely like not. a chin, like like just on the chin, but like it's like it's a goat goatee. Like it's fully really yeah. long and weird teeth yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And you're just like and like a weird um, like fur vest on top of him. Yeah, covering his hunch. Yes, and hunch, hunchback, hump, hump. Yes, <laughs> his hump. <laughs> and so Alucarda is like. She seems intrigued. Justine is like, fuck this shit, and tries to run. And fucking yeah. homie Igor is like, no, here, come with me. <laughs> and he lures... You know who You know who Alucarda gave me right now? Who? She's giving me full tulipan. Oh, my where God. Where she's just like, wait, because she's staring at the guy, like, just emo, like, I like this. He's yeah. spooky. He's Are weird. You spooky? Oh my yeah, you're God. Weird. Let me tell you a scary story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally. Uh, and so tulipan. <laughs> Justine is like, I'm out and and Al- Alucarda's like, Come on, let's let's see what, what's up with this dude. So they follow e- this Igor guy. He basically is like look at these charms i have charms that are that will protect you from demons that are all around these woods and alucarda's like he seems super chill so we'll go so we see this gypsy cart it very reminiscent of the wizard of oz's like when he's not the wizard of oz when he's like just the guy he's got that cart so it looks like that Mm -hmm. and we see this gypsy lady, uh, and this gypsy lady who fully belongs in a white snake video, like her hair was. <laughs> she is just a hairdo. She is just her. I am my hair, Lady Gaga. Yeah, like full hairdo. <laughs> so she grabs like immediately. Okay, these people need no introduction. Everybody is just like starts talking and giving information. So this fucking bitch grabs Justine and she's like, "Mira." Oh, she didn't say me not, but she's like, <laughs> she grabs Justine and she's like, don't believe that guy. He's he's only going to tell you lies, but let me read your hands and I'll tell you what's mm-hmm. up. And she's like, ooh, girl, all I see is darkness and shadow. No bueno. Get away from me. Yeah. See ya. And Igor is like, don't worry. I have charms and wonderful things. Like, look at this thing was made of this. Uh, this knife is made of a gypsy girl's tears. And Alucarda sees this knife and she's like, oh, I want this. Like, she holds on to yeah. it and is looking at it like all fucking crazy eyed. And he turns to look at Alucarda and is like, you have weird dreams and you have strange mm. eyes and I can see that everything in your dreams is full of darkness and weird shit. Alucarda gets very visibly upset and fucking bounces. Mm-hmm. She pieces out and runs away and Justine follows. As they're running, Justine is like, oh my God, are you okay, girl? Like, what the hell? They approach this giant old castly falling apart mm-hmm. building that's like covered in vines and 
dra- like huge pieces of drapery on the outside of it, which I thought looked really fucking beautiful, actually. Oh, it was cool. Yeah. So Alucarda's like, this looks familiar. Let's go inside. So they do. And it's the room that Alucarda was born in. And there's coffins everywhere in there now. And she's like, I remember this place. I've seen it in my dreams. And I know every branch and every nook and cranny of this and whatever. She goes to a coffin and she's like, one can live eternally instead of turning into a little pile of dust. And like these random monologues that these people say are just like, they're throwing information at you like you and I let's live forever because she fully is like Justine you and I let's live forever together let's share blood let's fucking you and me it's you and me and blood and you're just like girl she straight up says to Justine she's like I love you and she's she's like what does she say I'm very jealous you must love me to death yes just really like you met today yeah and all of a sudden there's this love profession but like extreme full theatrics full emotion it's a lot screaming it into justine's face and she's just like yeah whoa 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 (laughs) but justine she agrees she's like okay justine is so strange like enchanted by alucarda almost and alucarda asks justine if she's afraid to die and justine is like uh yeah everybody fucking is you fucking weirdo (laughs) And Alucarda basically, like you said, is like, but don't you want to? You can die with me. We'll bite. We'll die together. Let's live as one forever. I love you. You must love me to death. Re- relax. Whoa. And then she says that she remembers a night that she was almost murdered, where she was wounded in the chest. And I was like, Dracula. This is where I was like, vampire. Because sure, you know what I mean. Totally. All I thought was like, we're just nonchalantly talking about a night that you thought you were just. Mur- almost murdered? I cool. guess so. We're just talking about this right now. This go, oh. and, and she was like, and I was never <laughs> the same. And then they're standing by a coffin that's right there on the floor. And she's like, let's make a pact. And so she grabs Justine's hand and that knife that she ran away with. From, she didn't pay that fucking Igor motherfucker for the knife. She just fucking took it. <laughs> and so she she's about to like stab Justine's hand and Justine is afraid. At this point, you hear that creepy exorcist wheezy breath, which kind of throughout this movie, it kind of appears. It, it yeah. was very creepy and unnerving. Yeah, it keeps coming back. Uh, Alucarda is like, if we ever depart from this life, we shall do it together. And Justine is like, uh, okay, I guess if, if that makes you happy. And right before she goes to cut Justine's hand, Alucarda is like, hold on. And she bends down next to this coffin and reads the little, like, sign or whatever the little... The plaque on the coffin? And it says, Lucy Westerner died in 1850, 15 years ago. And this is when Alucarda's like, oh my god, 15 years ago, it's our age. And I wrote, bitch, (laughs) you're 50. Lies. Lies. And Alucarda, in this like whole full frenzy of like let's making a pact and all this stuff, she's like, I'm gonna open this coffin. So she opens this coffin, and these horrible sounds like the wheezing, but also like voices talking. And Alucarda loses her shit and like grabs her hair and is spinning in this fucking weird catacomb that they're in. And Justine is like, What 
the fuck is going on? She said they scream for like an hour. Oh my god! It just keeps going, and they scream and scream and scream. Scream and scream and scream, and then finally they fucking run out of there. Well, here's a question: mm-hmm. because when she opens the coffin, there's a hideous dead body in there. Yeah, is that? Alucarda's mom. It sure is. Now I have another question. Okay. Because I, you know, I after I watched this, I was like, I need answers. So I read a bunch of shit, and there was one article that I read that said at the top, when Alucarda's mom is hearing those whispers after childbirth, she dies of complications of childbirth. No, I saw that too, and I was like, bitch. No, there was clearly some sort of demonic horrible force in there and I think that is what killed the mom. I agree. Okay. We're on the same page. That that thing has the coffin's been opened. Here come the whispers. It's out. That shit is released. Yeah. Release the demons. It's they're here. (laughs) Yeah. Cut to what I'm gonna call mass. It's this dark gothic ass room. There's a priest at the top and a huge crucifix in above him and behind this the main crucifix there's a bunch of smaller but still humongous crucifixes and it's just like one on top of the other it's just crucifix on crucifix and i'm talking like full jesus statue on them too so it's a shit the creepiest so creepy i loved this set dressing oh my gosh it was so co- it felt like Sacrilegious. Absolutely. It was so scary. This whole movie yeah. was you're just like, whoa, 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 totally. whoa. Should I go yeah, to church like, later? I, <laughs> yeah, I need to like I'm not religious, but I need to start praying. Like, sorry, holy Jesus, shit. I'm watching this. Uh underneath all these crucifixes that are like above him are like a shit ton of candles. Like so many fucking waxy, melty candles. And we see from behind like the point of view is we see the backs of all the nuns and like the girls that are, I guess, attending this mass. Mm-hmm. And we hear this priest say, the devil enters the body of the person he wants to master. And he was like, oh boy. Ooh, dear. Here this we go. whole sermon of his, way to terrify everybody, yeah. sir. So he's giving his sermon and talking about the devil taking over your body and doing whatever he wants with your body and whatever. And we get all these single shots of these young girls, like, praying and being, like, fucking scared shitless. Like, some of them are crying. Yeah. Some of them are like, Santa Maria Madre de Dios, por nosotros, por yeah. that kind of stuff. It's, like, full and, um, religious fervor. It's crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you hear, again, the exorcist wheeze, like, the breathy, groany situation, and Justine is sitting there, and she fucking fully passes the fuck out. She just fucking falls yeah. over, and everybody's like, holy shit, what the hell? Alucarda comes over, and she's, like, looking at her, like, creepily, like, ooh, what's what's your deal? And Justine looks up at her and sees her with this these crazy eyes, and then she passes out again. She wakes up, and she's in her room. And their nuns are all around her, and they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? And she's like, I don't want to be alone. And Alucarda's like, Mm -hmm. I'll stay with her. Mm, Like, Mm -hmm. Creepville. Sure. And the nuns are like, sure, sure, why not? And immediately, (laughs) like, Alucarda closes the door behind the nuns as as they leave, and she just starts losing her fucking shit. And she's like, I heard the voices again. And she keeps saying, "We, we will make them pay. Them who? Yeah. 
She's like the monsters, the monsters. Yes, monsters. Who? Who? What? All they, all that has been taken away from us. What has been taken away from you, girl? Your parents? I wrote down Alucarda starts to blame the nuns? Question mark. I have no idea. I also don't know. And then she literally, <laughs> Justine is like, ¿Y qué te pasa, brother? Because she's like Alucarda, and she's spinning, pulling her hair, screaming, and I'm talking about like. When we say screaming, it isn't just like, ah, it's like fully blood curdling. curdling. And then she, this is where I'm, I do apologize to people who actually know religious nomenclature, but she fully is like, and Beelzebub. And I wrote, Belphegor? Astero? I have no idea. She's just naming demons is what I'm assuming. Beelzebub, Uh Astero. Sure. Whoever that is. And she's spinning. She's screaming, pulling her hair. Then Justine is fucking screaming at full fucking lung volume. Everyone is screaming. And Alucarda looks down at her and sees Justine's little crucifix necklace. She grabs it. She pulls it off of her. She's screaming, God can't help me. Like Full theatrics. <laughs> Yo estaba esperando que le sangrara la mano. Me too. I was like, where's the blood? I yeah. was waiting for it. And while this is happening again, the exorcist breathing is behind everything as she screams bloody murder. And another exorcist thing that pops up here. At one point, Justine's like, calm the fuck down, Alucarda. And Alucarda, just like in The Exorcist, when Reagan smacks the shit out of her mom, Alucarda smacks the shit out of Justine and she goes flying Flying. across the room. And And then again, she's like, we're going to make a pact with our blood. We'll make them pay. And I'm like, who, girl? Who are you going to make them pay? What the fuck? <laughs> At this moment, another pocket of terror. Igor is here. <laughs> Igor has, in a, the room. has arrived. And poor Justine is on the ground, like, having been smacked into oblivion. Alucarda still <laughs> screaming bloody murder. She, he, Igor gives the knife to her. And he's like, and now rain and thunder. And then she starts Beelzebub, Belphegor, Westeros, which is a fucking, <laughs> which is a Game of Thrones thing. But I was like, Westeros? Sure. And she fully does the most insane back bend. <gasps> I was like, girl, you're back. Like her head might as well be touching her ankles. Absolutely. It's her heels. Totally. So she and does, then, uh huh. We get a and then she's naked. We get a <laughs> shot of the window with to see the rain and the thunder that Igor has just like called upon them, and then cut back to her, and it's Bush Central, man. And so she's still in the back bend, but this time fully nude and holding this knife, still yelling Beelzebub, asterix, like whatever the hell. Have you ever seen the movie The Last Exorcism? Did we ever watch that together? No. It's another like mock you or like dot like uh, found footage kind of thing. There is a her back bend. I'm. 100% certain that Last Exorcism must have been influenced by this movie because it's it's like a full sh- so similar back 100% similar. L. I cannot believe how far back she's getting. That bitch in this back bend. It was <laughs> doing bendy. 1970s yoga like she is fully <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there. So poor Justine is in the corner like and Igor is now like shaking her. He looks like he's doing squats. <laughs> What is he doing down there with her? 
squatting and shaking and then <laughs> ripping her shirt off. And now Justine is fully naked. Again, yep. Yep. Bush Central. Like these ladies. Yo, I mean, it's 70s, 1970s Bush. Full. It's classic 70s. Totally. Now they're kneeling, facing each other. And Igor is like in between them. He basically is like, you shall blend into each other and then into me. Oh, my God. So he grabs uh, Alucarda's hand that has the knife. But it's also like in the hand of Justine. They're like holding it together. And he slices, like he uses Alucarda's hand to slice poor Justine's boob. And then he does the same, but Justine slices Alucarda's boob. And while he does this, he's saying like incantations, but you don't hear it. No, you see his mouth go like, but you don't know what, you don't hear it. So then he grabs the blood from Alucarda's nipple. We get a full, like it's the full screen was just a nipple. So he grabs the blood from Alucarda's boob and he, the grossest finger, the, the most disgusting Ew. finger, and he puts it in la uña, brother. Esa uña guacatela. No joda. I was Wash like, your hands. disgusting. <laughs> so this disgusting <laughs> finger now has blood on it and he puts it in Justine's mouth, who is just kind of like in a trance kind of, but also still yeah. seems like. Get your fucking finger out of here. Poor thing. And then he does the same with Justine's blood and he gives it to Alucarda, who is like, yum, 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 yum. Hell yeah, give me this fucking. She is into More that blood. finger. And then we get a shot of the of the window. The lights or the night sky is turning red now and it's still rainy. I thought and- it was blood rain. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I just saw, like, red light. It was clearly, like, done, I think, by red light. But I thought, who knows? It was either the night is red or the the rain is now blood. Sure. Quién sabe. I, I love the idea of having it be blood rain. So, at this point, Igor has disappeared. And Alucarda and Justine have these, like, two bloody mouths. And then we get them kissing and i was like this is a gay movie (laughs) so justine is still in her trance so her mouth is like half open but she's not quite kissing alucarda back but alucarda is in to this yes they are kids bloody mouth saying bloody kissing and then she leans over and starts kissing her bloody fucking boob that's been sliced open and she's just licking that shit up and I was like, whoa. And also, it keeps cutting back from Justine's bloody boo with Alucarda <laughs> licking it up. It. Cut back to Justine's face and she just ah! starts to scream. Ah! But then go back to the boob, lick the boob, back to the face. Ah! Like, back and forth. Like, for five minutes. Yeah, fully. So, we cut to a nun and she's in her room. I, I'm, this is uh, Sister Angelica. And she's praying the Our Father. And I was like, are those whips on her wall? That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. And so at this point, we go back and forth between this nun in her room praying the Our Father. But also we see that Alucarda or Alucarda and Justine are being pulled by a random naked redheaded lady into the woods. And just like, okay, yeah. here, here, what's, Whoa, what's happening? More naked people. Just, again, 
Toot toot. Welcome to Bush Central. Like, it's just (laughs) insane. So we then see that White Snake, the gypsy, uh, which is now her name is White Snake. (laughs) Oh, no. She's also, again, fully naked. And she's like, welcome, Justine. And I was like, whoa. And I thought, I was like, how come only Justine gets a welcome? Like, does this mean that Alucarda has been, like, the... Oh, interesting. Yeah, she doesn't say, bienvenida, Alucarda. That's a good observation. What that probably means, I didn't notice that, but that probably means that I think the opening of the coffin was, like, seal the deal. Now you're, like, infected with this demon. But I think because the birth, like the demon is already there, it's always been a presence in her life, but now it's like a thing. And she introduced Justine to this. May you know what I'm saying? I also... Absolutely. Could it be that because Hunchback Magoo, Igor, was at the... If he was the ugly man at the top giving birth, could this child, could Alucarda just be... I mean, it is called La Hija de las Tinieblas, like the Absolutely. daughter of the darkness. Like, could it be mm-hmm. that she's just Satan's kid? Is this Rosemary's baby situation? Or the fact that, like, you know, at the top, if that is the same character, mm-hmm. um, that hay hair, horrible ogre, <laughs> was like, even though he's like, yes, I'll take her and I'll take care of her. The whole idea was that she's going to be la hija de las tinieblas or whatever. Like she is destined to be evil. Yeah. So while this is happening, White Snake says, welcome, Justine. We we see the nun again praying some more and being like, Jesus, please. And she's like starts like grabbing her stomach and like like writhing. It almost seems like she's in pain. And then we see Alucarda and Justine in the center of of this like circle of naked dudes and ladies because all of a sudden there's peens there. So there's it's two circles around them going like concentrically, like they're turning and holding hands and have their hands up in the air. And White Snake is doing like some chanting and talking and whatever. And we go back to the nun. The nun is now fully on the ground and she's like, please, God, don't abandon her, like protect her. And then White Snake starts saying crazy names that I don't know. Aaron Rod and Sanunas. A-Rod? A-Rod and Sanunas. And I was like, sure, whoever the (laughs) fuck that is. At this point, Alucarda and Justine are facing each other and a horned goat-headed man very similar to like the the satanic temples like statue that they have representing them uh he appears and (laughs) we go back to the nun she's on the ground writhing she's praying for justine and then the horn we go back to the the this crazy group of gypsy witches demon lovers and we see the goat man walking towards them and there's like a naked band behind him he's got an old-timey horn (laughs) the dude right behind satan with the long trumpet horn just full dick a swinging i could not believe what was going on that dude was happy to be there he was like i'm blowing a horn and look at my dick it was just like (laughs) sir 
<laughs> crazy. Oh my god! Again, I was just full laughter right now. And then insanity. Right after you see this crazy horn man, it's just a full orgy, and they are banging like three people at once. It's just it was like I was like whoa 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 dude just like asses, and then this horn dude like adjusting a man to like like fully lifting his butt to like Satan's fuck just her like- better helping them out like yeah you just gotta like do this just gently caressing the back what what is happening right now and then we cut back to sister angelica and it's a it's a full like zoom in shot on her face and she's crying a blood tear and then back to this like orgy and then back to the angelica and she's now her whole face is covered in blood and then we go back and White Snake is like dancing and whatever and Justine looks at her and I didn't understand this because but what so, like the effect was supposed to be like blood explodes from her neck and she falls over and dies? Well, yes. I think that that what that was was Sister Angelica praying so powerfully oh, that somehow her uh, prayers are so powerful that right. she kills that she kills white snake or whoever that witch was wow okay well i did not i was literally like what the fuck just happened okay that makes well to total be fair sense. this could be incorrect because this was also me reading articles and i found this in an article and i was like that makes sense because then also it cuts back to angelica and she's floating Okay, I wrote, is she standing on her bed or is she floating? <laughs> Cause it... She's floating. Okay, great. Great. Well, thank you, uh, Sister Angelica, and your vampire facial that you had because you fully were like, <laughs> saved the day. Kind of, I guess. Yeah, Not really. she did. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she killed that witch she... or that white snake. She killed white snake and she we see her floating. And then a blank screen that says segunda parte. Did you have part that? Part two. Yeah. <laughs> So weird. I loved it. I was like, okay. Didn't get a part one. No. Why not? Here we go. So the second part (laughs) begins, and it's a nun, and she's like reading the lessons of St. Teresa to all the girls. And everybody's paying attention except for our two sassy demon lovers, Alucarda and Justine, that are just like whispering in class. And the nun is like, hey, are you listening or what the hell? And if you are listening, repeat what I just said to the class. And they both stand up and they're all like, Satan, Satan, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. They fully are like (laughs) just reciting like Satan is the best. We love Satan. Satan, Satan, uh, the best guy in town. Fucking love that guy. (laughs) And the nun starts losing her shit. She's like, get everybody Everybody's out. freaking out. Get yeah. them out of here. How dare you fucking say the, uh, this guy's name? What the hell? And then they like start chasing this nun and running around this room and taunting her. And the nun grabs hold of Justine and she's like, what the fuck? You have to repent. You just said some crazy ass shit and chucks her in front of that humongous crucifix. And she's like, repent. And then she turns to go and grab Alucarda. And Alucarda's like, her face was fully like, you fucking touch me. I will legit rip your eyeballs out. Like it was, but like just with her eyes, she's just like, looks at her like, Ooh, you won't fuck with me. Este huevo quiere sal, okay? (laughs) So, Mother Superior enters. By the way, Mm -hmm. I hated this actress. 
She was awful, in my humble well, opinion. let's be clear. Some of the acting, a lot of the acting in this movie is not good. Which I'm fine with. Me like, too. it's definitely 1970s style, like, acting kind of stuff. Pero esta mujer en particular, I was like, I truly dislike the choices you are making honestly the bad acting i feel adds to this absolutely absolutely it's like it adds to the appeal i agree so mother superior comes in and she's like bring me the doctor and the priest so now we see justine she's lying on her bed she looks like fucking shit she's all pale she's like almost catatonic the doctor from the beginning he walks in and he's like, yo, open the fucking window. What the hell? Why is it so dark in here? And he, like, checks her pulse. He listens to her heart. And he's like, her pulse is really weak. Her heart is really faint. And Mother Superior, this horrible actress, is like, oh, pray, Justine. You have to pray for your soul. And Justine opens her eyes and sees Mother Superior has a humongous crucifix necklace on it's very large and justine looks at it and she widens her eyes really big and she freaks out she's like what the fuck cut to alucarda waiting her turn to go to confession oh my god this fucking scene she goes in she's wearing a veil and she's like dude i don't recall saying anything bad like i was just fucking hanging out doing my thing the priest says, liars rot in hell for all eternity. And I was like, damn, bro, fucking Whoa. shit. Alucarda's like, look, I worship life. You worship death. You're a piece of shit. I'm awesome. I love Justine. Go fuck yourself. And she says, I bet you would like to have me, wouldn't you? And she reaches through the little confession window that there is separating them. And she grabs his dick like through the yeah. thing and he he gets so sweaty oh my god as she's saying like you're the fucking worst i'm awesome i love justine he is like so wedding and then she's like don't you want to have me reaches through grabs his dick and he's like whoa 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 he jumps out of that fucking confession booth and he's like get her the fuck out of here what the hell back to justine we're doing some like 1850s weird like leeches is that what it leeches. was leeches that's what I wrote. I mean, I wrote question marks, I also but I'm pretty did. sure those are leeches. Yeah, that's what I saw too. And the doctor was like, Oof. just take, just give her a, a couple days. She'll be cool. The nurse is like, the nurse, the mother superior is like, oh, you know, we'll pray. God will save her. Cut to the nuns and the priests fully oh just getting like flagellated. Like all of them yeah. with their backs exposed, getting ha-whipped, ha-whipped. Yeah. Whipped. This is like, so when they put their uh, bandage outfits back on, I think that's why they're fucking bloody like and that. And that makes sense why we thought there were whips in Sister Angelica's room. Absolutely. Yeah. This is, I was Ugh, like, whoa, that's why. Ugh, I hated it. Creeps, creeps. Yeah. Father Lazaro, who is like the main priest in this place, is like, these gals it's the devil. And then literally every nun in that room is like, the devil, the devil, the devil. But my favorite, there's one nun in there. Like, so he's like, it's the devil, the devil. There's a nun who takes like 10 minutes. The devil? 
Could you? <laughs> oh <laughs> Did my you God. notice that? Yes, totally. What a fool. What a fool. So, okay, this other part too. He's like, if you think you're safe because we're in the church, well, check it out. And then this fucking guy just appears out of nowhere with a book already open and ready to just, we're having right. a reading competition. Like, it's literally like you're yeah. in third grade. It's like, everybody take turns and read something from this book. <laughs> and the father is like, okay, back in 14, whatever the hell, uh, some nuns started barking like a dog and they turned the monastery into a center of evil. And then this guy turns to another nun and he and she's like, holy shit, back in 1502, some nuns started climbing trees like a cat and they levitated for hours. Uh, he turns to another nun and that nun is like, and then three little boys seemed to be upset and then they died. And I was like, okay, we ended with the most lame wow. one. I didn't even remember that so the, one. So the priest or Father Lazarus is like, okay, this is what's going on. Tell me what happened to Justine before all this shit went down. And they're like, well, she fainted and she said that light was really affecting her. And Father Lazarus is like, okay, boom. This is a heliophobic Sith, sixth category devil who hates light. It's so okay. specific. I know. Wow. Uh, and then he says... We must prepare an exorcism. Okay. <gasps> Everybody is shocked. All the, all the nuns. Every oh, gasp. My pearls. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to Justine's room and Sister Angelica is there with her. And she's like holding her and hugging her. And she's like, don't worry. We'll get out of here. You'll be safe. I won't let them take you away. And I was like, why is she? Why? Why? Like, everybody else is mm. like, yes, let's fucking yeah. exercise these demons. And Angelica is like, I'll save you. Don't worry. I, I was confused about that. She's she is clearly a standout part of this convent. Exactly. Quien sabe. No sé. Yeah, that, that's interesting. An interesting observation. Oh, thank you. And then these nuns <laughs> come in and they carry fucking Justine out of there. And Angelica is like, no, no. And she goes to the door and dramatically like falls to the floor very dramatically. Um, mm -hmm. We see that the nuns also have gone to get Alucarda. And they bring her into this like main room with the crazy crucifixes. And she mm -hmm. sees that Justine is strapped to a I guess a cross, like it's a, but it's not a cross. Her hands are up mm -hmm. in, in like strapped to two pieces of wood, but it is very Christ-like figure, but there's Absolutely. no, there's no top of the piece of wood over her head, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And Alucarda loses her mind. She's like, what the fuck? Screams bloody murder. And then they drag her and they strap her to another contraption similar to um, Justine's. And Father Lazaro is like about Justine. He's because Justine is also like, ah, what the hell? And mm -hmm. Father Lazaro is like, that's not her freaking out. It's the devil inside of her. I'm going to prove that it's the demon by showing the Marca Diavoli, the devil's mm -hmm. mark. And they rip Justine's clothes off. And I'm like, here we go. Toot toot. We've landed in Bush Central again. <laughs> and Alucarda is just like, 
you're gonna she starts saying you'll die soon you'll die mm-hmm. soon and the nuns start to freak out and they're like rubbing their bodies and writhing on the floor and everybody is it's freaking out the crucible in there absolutely dude oh my god i didn't even think it's about the crucible. that so, so then father lazaro is like silence her and kablamo a punch to the face to alucarda and then these like monks go to Justine and they like take a small knife and they start like piercing her. And I'm I made yeah. this observation and I you might not because you're not incredibly re- religious but like I think if I'm not mistaken those were the same places where Jesus got stabbed. I thought the exact okay. same thing. Because I was like, it looks like, but I don't know how many wounds. I, I should have googled it. If that if that is a specific thing, but then they kind of keep yeah. doing it. They kind of keep poking her, and she's like not happy about it because she's getting fucking Ooh, it's really yeah awful. awful. And Father Lazaros is is like praying and you know doing prayer stuff on top of her, and the nuns are still writhing and freaking the fuck out. Justine passes out. The doctor. Storms into this room and with Sister Angelica, and he sees all these crazy ass nuns on the ground, fucking freaking out. And he's like, "What the fuck, you guys? This isn't the 15th century. I thought that reason had replaced superstition." And he goes to, uh huh. So, you know, okay. So you really did not appreciate who mother 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 superior mother superior for me it's this dr oscheck the doctor he come oh i loved him this man's (laughs) acting i could not stand this man he comes in is like stop it i say damn you damn you oh my granted i will say that this moment was very dramatic when he came in but like I get it. I see what you're saying, but I th- oh, there was something about him that I was like, I I'm I'll give you the pass. Mother Superior can eat a dick. <laughs> well, I'm glad one of us liked him. <laughs> so he goes to check on Justine, and he's like, "You've just killed Justine, you dumb bitches." I was shot. I was like, "Whoa." I mean, I get it. She's been suffering, like she's sick, yeah. and they say she's weak and everything. Her heart is weak, but. A couple. They, she wasn't really stabbed. No, it as was much like, as, like pierced, kind of pricked. Yeah, and that was all it took. She's dead. Yeah, I was. I was very surprised. Also very surprised over here. So he's like, "Fuck all of y'all! I'm gonna grab this other girl that seems to still be alive, and I'm gonna take her with me." So he takes Alucarda with him. Sister Angelica. They take down Justine, and Sister Angelica holds. Justine in her arms, which is again another very Christ-like figure, which is Absolutely. Mary holding Jesus when they bring him down from the cl- the cross, and she's cradling her, and she's fucking pissed at Mother Superior. Yeah, she's like, "How dare and you?" Not to diminish this very dramatic moment, but before they take her down from the cross, Angelica kind of like she's at. Um, Justine's body. She crouches down, and I'm telling you, you saw it. Just uh, Justine's bush is in her face, moments away from Angelica's face. Full shot. Just again. I feel like you couldn't get away with this these days. No, isn't that crazy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
it may be like a scene with a bush in it, like maybe like, a quick moment. Yes, like a yeah, sure, a prominent whatever, but like not the amount of bush that we saw this time. No, we're talking full shot to face. Yeah, and constantly insane. So we see that the doc, the doctor has taken uh, passed out Alucarda to his house, and this is another moment where we go back and forth. Yeah, and so. We see him drop her off at his house. A nurse is like, what happened, doctor? And he's like, it's fine. I'm going to go put her upstairs. And then we go back to Justine's body. So we're now in like a catacomb-esque place from in this convent. And she's laid out with like a, like a gossamer, like some sort of fabric on top of her. And at this point, we get a handful of nuns coming in and yeah. out that I'm like, I can't tell who's who because they're all in the same costume. Yeah. So... But there's one so nun who's literally who like on out. her. That's crazy. So like, there's a nun on her knees praying. I'm pretty sure she passes out from exhaustion. So a bunch of nuns come to collect that nun. But then there's another nun that was like standing behind Justine's dead body. She comes around and takes the kneeling nun's place. And so it's like, yeah. just pray till you pass out, honey. I guess so. That's what this convent is about. Self-flagellation and like praying on your knees till you pass Until out. you That's are insane. You can't handle it anymore. So we see a close-up on this new kneeling nun. New kneeling nun. Wow. New kneeling nun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it like the camera pans over the body of Justine on on like right above her hands, and we see that her hands move, and you're like, oh shit, that bitch ain't dead. This was, as we like to say, Spooksville, because when the hand moves, you hear um, Alucarda screaming, scream her bloody murder scream. Which at this point we cut to Alucarda and she's awake in the doctor's house and the doctor's like, don't worry, it's okay, it's okay. And then we see the girl from the beginning that this doctor had collected from uh, the convent and she comes in and the reason why she looks catatonic in the beginning is because she's fucking blind, dude. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And this is... um. Doctor, his, the his daughter. daughter. Yeah, she's like, "What's going on, Dad?" Like, I hear fucking bloody, blood curdling screams coming from yeah. in here, and he's like, "Don't worry, this is Alucarda. Come sit with her." And she's like, "Don't be scared." She holds up her hand to Alucarda, like to show that she's safe, and she's like, "I'm Daniela." Mm -hmm. And so, the doc leaves them alone. And Alucarda is like, my dreams feel so real. And she's like, starts opening up to Daniela. Uh, she's basically like pulling the same moves. Same moves that with she did Justine. On Justine. Yes. Right on Daniela. And Alucarda is like, have we met before? And Daniela says, no, because I remember voices. And I was like, but y'all were in the convent together. Wouldn't you have known each other? Yeah. What's the deal? Yeah. Eso Who yo knows? no entendí. Yo tampoco. So, <laughs> then we cut to an open book with with a page that just says Satan. Yep. <laughs> and then we pan out. This is a book about <laughs> Satan. Satan. And the doc <laughs> is reading this book, and he shuts it, he puts it away, and he's like, rubbish. rubbish. Pure rubbish. And you're like, okay. Oh, my God. This fool. Oh, my God. So, a monk... <laughs> 
shows up. Father Father Felipe, if I'm not mistaken, he oh, shows wow. up. Oh wow, wow! I can't believe I I remembered, but <laughs> me it's there either in my brain. <laughs> So he comes knocking on the door and he's like, Doc, you got to come to the convent. Something just happened. And he's like, bro, y'all are a bunch of crazy motherfuckers in that convent. I don't need to go back. And he's like, please, Mother Superior is asking you, please, please. The doc is like, all right, it's 5 a.m., but I guess I'll fucking go. So I mean, you were up anyway reading a book about Satan. Let's go. (laughs) Might as well. So the doc goes to the room where Justine's body was, and it looks a mess. Her That gossamer sheet or whatever is on the ground, and the nuns are freaking out, and Justine is not there. And neither is Sister Veronica. Right. Which at this point, I was like, I thought that meant Sister Angelica. So I was real right. confused. But, but it's th- just another nun. The I one who was praying with her, I that's guess. That's what I believe it is. A nun comes in and screams the lamest scream I've ever heard in my life where she was like, ah, come with me. Come quick. I was like, oh, girl, you could have. After hearing so much blood curdling shit, like her screams seem real like, yo, like, (laughs) ma'am. Hey, everybody. (laughs) So she's like, ah, come quick, please. (laughs) Something is something's happened. And they go like they go through these stairs and random hallways and they find a burnt dead body (gasps) on the ground which looked real gross and horrible this was really scary and one and i'm pretty sure mother superior says it looks like the fires of hell have burnt her to death and i was like "Ooh, that's dark and i think if i'm not mistaken that's sister veronica Uh, yeah i think you're right we get a quick shot of alucarda leading daniela down some stairs at the doc's house very quick and then we go back mm-hmm. to uh to the convent and at this point father 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 <laughs> father lazarus uh <laughs> father lazarus is like listen i want to see the dead body for myself and the doctor is like dude it's a burnt ass body and he's like i want to see and i want to go by myself mm. so he goes in we hear a fucking scream, and that dead body, that burnt fucking fucked up body, is alive. It is moving. It is trying to fucking get up, and it. We hear like horrible sounds again, like voices and that exorcist yeah, the gro- wheeze the groaning and, gro- and growling. Yes, awful. And then we just see Father Lazarus grab a legit sword and start yeah. chopping this body's fucking head off. And And while it's still, like, not one chop, a couple chops here, and you get, like, a full spurt of blood, the the burnt body corpse is, like, it's horrible, it's moving. Awful. Holy shit. Yeah. And the doc is- This was crazy. Crazy. And the doc, everybody runs into the room when they hear this scream, which is the dead body coming alive, and they are all watching Father Lazarus chop this head off, and the doc is like, what the fuck is going on? Father Lazarus is like, yo, this is the work of the arch enemy of Almighty God. The head falls down, and it fully still is moving. Moving awful they pick the head up and put it back on the table where the rest of the body is and the doc gives this monologue of like my guy i love this monologue he was like i'm a man of science like i studied in you know i'm a doctor and 
I used to think this religious shit was a bunch of bullshit, and then here I am, and I just saw, this is crazy what I just saw. That's so interesting, because for me, it was too quick. I mean, I get the monologue, but I was like, you didn't inspect the body. Sure. You didn't look to see. (laughs) And all of a sudden, he's like, it's the devil. I'm a man of reason and of science, but it's the devil. Like you didn't, you didn't check it. Right. And you're this easily convinced. So this is why I was like, you're not my favorite, <laughs> sir. I was totally fine with it. I was like, yes, you deliver this monologue. I'm into it. So they're like, we got to fucking find Justine because what the hell is going, what the fuck just happened? And then mother superior is like, in a horror boy is like she must have been contaminated it was like get out of here <laughs> it's so funny that i did not notice that whatsoever God, i really she was so terrible did not like her and so they're like she must have been contaminated by justine and the doc is like oh so that's why you guys were in that ceremony because they were possessed and they're like yeah dude and so he realizes like fuck, I just left my fucking kid, Daniela, Mm -hmm. with the other possessed hoe, Alucarda. So they're like, okay, we got to go. So the doc runs to go find her. She's not there. He opens the door. There's the room is empty. So he, him, a bunch of the nuns and the monks, they form like a search party to go find Daniela. So Sister Angelica is like, I know where they might be because I remember seeing them like run off together, Alucarda and Mm -hmm. Justine. She says, please just don't hurt her. And he's like packing a fucking rosary in his medical bag and like a shit ton of holy water and all that stuff. And they get to this, the huge building with the drapery where that creepy room is. And one of the other nuns that's in this search party is like, I lost my crucifix. And Angelica's like, don't worry, take mine. And gives her her crucifix. No, no, no. I was like, girl, that's a. I know this is a bad sign. Don't do that. So they enter the room where in that drapery building, and the doc and brother Felipe, they find that there's another way out in the back of the room, but Angelica stays in that main room, the room where Alucarda mm. was born, the room where the demon was released, that catacomb room. She sees a coffin on the floor. And then we hear the exorcist wheeze. She opens the coffin. It is filled to the brim with blood. And who's floating in that motherfucker? Justine. Butt naked. Holy shit. Covered in blood. I couldn't believe. I was shocked. Me too. I couldn't believe it. I was it. like, whoa, that's fucking. First of all, I was like, that's dope. I love that. Yeah. And yeah. second, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. She gets up. Her mouth is filled with blood as well. Her hair, it, like she's drenched in because she's been floating yeah. in blood in a coffin. And she gets up and she starts attacking Sister Angelica. And she's, she's like slashing her. Fully her face with her, face, with with her, her nails. She's like got garras. Wow. Sister Angelica's like literally starts praying, please help her. Like, not even me. Please help her. And that makes Justine stop all of a sudden. And, like, they have this moment of clarity. At least Justine does. It's working. Yes. Like, please. Angelica's prayers are working. Yes. And then here comes the doc, and he fucking douses her in holy water. And her skin starts to burn. She starts smoking and freaking out and screaming some more. And her flesh is burning. And she then, like, the demon comes 
takes over again and she lunges at Angelica and takes a big chunk out of her neck, which which is, I was like, oh, here's the Dracula moment. Here's the fucking vampire. That throat wound. Whoa. I mean, you don't see it, but Angelica is covering it it's and it's just gushing. like pulsating blood. Yes, awful. But then she lets go. Justine falls to the floor. She melts away and she like literally in a fetal position melts into like a skeleton. Yeah. And Angelica is holding her neck. She's bleeding to death and she says to the doctor they're in the convent and those are her final words and she dies and the doctor looks at her like he couldn't care he's like he just stares at her i was like this woman just died i'm sorry you <laughs> hate check i was not feeling him oh my god anyway let's keep going because so- i have one more doctor line <laughs> that i was like damn dude wow <laughs> so we're back at the convent a nun walks in into this room and she's got a bunch of the, the young girls behind her and she looks up and she sees in this whole balcony thingy that Alucarda is there with Daniela and everybody fucking loses their mind again, fucking crucible style and they all scatter and she just starts yelling out them demon names again, Belfacor. And then when she says that, one of the nuns just fucking bursts into fucking flames. And I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. And then she turns to another nun and she's like, Beelzebub, bam, another nun on fire, Esteros or whatever. Another, she's just going, naming things. Falcor. Naming <laughs> What's Falcor from? From fucking Never, Never Any Story. story. <laughs> yeah. She fucking is just saying demons, setting bitches aflame. And at one point- this is. Carrie. Legit. This is full Carrie. She's going full Carrie, which makes sense to me because Carrie was released in 76. I had to look it up to be like, when did it come out? Okay. And this was literally the next year. Amazing. So then she says, Satanasia, I think, to one of the monks, and he fucking lights up in flame. She is fucking them up. So the doc walks in or runs into this fucking chaos. But first, I'm sorry. I have to just add one more thing of this fucking doctor. Well, he was outside and they hear like he's like arriving back at the convent and they hear screaming and he's like, come on. (laughs) He just as like there's nothing happening. Just come on. Oh, my God. Let's go. I cannot with him. So. She then she yells, he walks into this crazy chaos. She yells Expelliarmus and then the chandelier (laughs) falls on them and the walls are crumbling. It's full insane chaos. And that little, the little (laughs) eye flicker. What, how the fuck do you think they did that? I have no idea, but it was literally like they, every time she would set somebody ablaze, they would cut to her face and, or not even her full face, just like an, her eye and in front yeah. of her pupil it would be like a like a candle flame almost it was like a flame yeah. in there like out of focus yeah it Crazy. was very yeah. cool the way they did that yeah at this point daniela screams and she's like running away from alucarda and she falls down the fucking stairs and then alucarda is like daniela you know the the th- brother melodrama <laughs> right first of all from daniela in slow mo it's like so the scene is in slow motion, mm-hmm. but it's also like she acted it in slow motion. Yes. So it's just like she could not look more ridiculous falling yeah. down these stairs if she tried. Oh my god! Plus Alucarda freaking out about it, losing the her drama. Shit. It's oh my god, full drama. And so 
she lands on the bottom of the stairs. The doc is like, runs over, scoops her up. A priest comes in. He tries to fling holy water on fucking Alucarda, but she lifts her hand and like <gasps> fully a full wall of flame in front of her stops the holy water. I love that. So cool. So that fucking was cool. Awesome. And she's just like, look, and like super serious and like badass. And yeah. Very cool. Uh, she, listen, this actress nailed Nails. the sequence. Nails. So good. Yeah. And then once he tries, and then she like, again, we get a shot of her eye with the flame, and he goes up in flames as well. And he's like rolling around, like, Wah! freaking out. And as he's freaking out, he rolls on over right underneath the humongous crucifix and then the crucifix sets on fire and so that this was another moment where i was was like like, i gotta go to church whole just making the sign of the cross holy holy santa maria madre de dios ruega por nosotros los pecadores ahora en la hora de nuestra muerte amen and so (laughs) (laughs) this fucking crucifix is on fire and they so a bunch of nuns and monks walk into this room with Angelica's dead body and they hold her up in like a Christ-like figure, like arms to the side, even her head like down, bowed, facing down. But she, Alucarda sees her and then it seems as though the Angelica's body is getting set on fire. But then they pan out where you see all of them holding her up and she's not on fire. So I was like, is she seeing this or what? And you get the shot where, you know, Angelica is dead. Yeah, but, but she you do opens get a shot her of, eyes. Yeah, she looks at Alucarda and it looks like her face has flames in front of it too. Yeah. I honestly don't know what that was. Me but neither. It was enough. It's it's some sort of like religious thing, something image, and that kind of sets Alucarda off. Yeah, she starts spinning and screaming again and pulling at her hair. She falls on the ground. And she just, like, disappears. Yeah. And Father Lazaro, who is amongst this chaos, does the sign of the cross. And then we cut to the crucifix, the giant crucifix, just fully engulfed in flames. Yeah. And the credits roll. And we sit there with this image of Christ on fire with just the yeah. sound of crackling, crackling like fire flames. As, as the credits roll. And that's the end of our movie. <sighs> well. Crazy. Here we are. Let's get into some trivia. Please go first <laughs> as I just spent a full bunch of time okay, speaking. Okay, all right. So I wanted to find like, usually I'm like, let's talk about the themes of this. But I wanted to find like some actual fun trivia stuff. So apparently... The sound engineer of this movie was a man named Chris Newman, who also was the sound engineer for The Exorcist. Holy shit, dude! However, I could not find that anywhere. I couldn't. I I rewatched the credits. I looked on IMDb, but people like I've I read other articles that specifically said that. But I was like, what the? I can't find it. However, in the credits, there is a man named Gonzalo Gavira who is credited as sound effects. And he did, Gavira did work as a sound special sound effects person on The Exorcist, which I actually found more interesting than Chris Newman because Gonzalo Gavira is clearly, I believe, Mexicano. Yeah. So very cool, this awesome. dude who worked on the sound effects of The Exorcist. But it also makes sense because, like you said, so much of that groaning, wheezing, all that shit, 
totally the exorcist. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Okay, my favorite, not my favorite, but Claudio <laughs> Brook, who plays the doctor, Dr. Oscheck, he was in some Buñuel films, Luis Buñuel, and he was also in the Santo film, Santo en el Museo de Cera, <gasps> as Dr. Carol, um, which we have not seen yet, but I'm certain we will see it at I some can't point. wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, also, this movie is inspired by Carmilla, which is an 1872 gothic novella by Irish author Joseph Sheridan Le Fanu. And it's one of the early works of vampire fiction predating Bram Stoker's Dracula by 26 years, which is pretty fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, the story is narrated by a young woman preyed upon by a female vampire named Carmilla. The character is a prototypical example of the lesbian vampire expressing romantic desires toward the protagonist. The novella notably never acknowledges homosexuality as an antagonistic trait, leaving it subtle and relatively unmentioned. Which, nice. Thank you, Garmia. Especially for eight, eight, 1872? Shit. Yeah. Holy shit. On Wikipedia, I found a bunch of these, like... I mean, let's get real scholarly all up in here because it's like film scholar so-and-so. But film scholar Doyle Green talks about the film's overarching themes. He says, in Alucarda, the triumph of science or religion is turned on its head. The world in crisis defined by the unreasonable, the unexplainable, and the unsolvable is not salvaged by reason or faith, which is true. It's like, true. Science doesn't win out in this movie. Religion doesn't either. But also religion and faith doesn't either. Right. It says here also to scholars Raul Rodriguez Hernandez and Claudia Schaefer contextualize this clash and the film's representation of it within Mexico's national history, exemplifying literary and cinematic representations of persistent class clashes between tradition and modernity, myth and reason. The added dimension of visibly transgressive actions taken by two young women against teaching, structure, and moral guiding principles of the church speaks directly to a post-1968 generation that celebrates the body but has lost faith in the society's master narratives, which just sounds super like Mexico Catholic yeah. against all that shit, which makes sense. Right. Because of these shared depictions in of Catholic clergy, specifically nuns, in the context of hysteria, Green notes that this film became associated with the nunsploitation genre. Mm -hmm. Had you ever heard of this? Yes, actually. I had never heard of nunsploitation. These films typically involve Christian nuns living in convents during the Middle Ages. The main conflict of the story is usually of a religious or sexual nature, such as religious oppression or sexual suppression due to living in celibacy. These films, although often seen as pure exploitation films, often contain criticism against religion in general and the Catholic Church in particular, which makes sense in this film because... Hello, it takes place in Mexico. Like, right. Very, very Catholic. Last but not least, I read this article called Religious Allegory, Feminist Critique, and Lesbian Rage in Alucarda, which, of course, is from fucking Bloody Disgusting, because I love Bloody Disgusting. Right. But this is actually, um, this article is from a podcast called Horror Queers. Cool. <laughs> I'm pretty sure and, we uh, follow them on 
Twitter. I think we do too. Yeah, I've they, they actually I've listened to a few of their episodes. They're so good. So they covered Alucarda uh, just last year. Nice. And so I would just recommend listening to the art, listening to the podcast, reading the article at Bloody Disgusting because it just gives you an interesting queer take on this movie. Because at the end of this movie, I'm in terms of like the lesbian stuff. One moment I'm like, wait, is this a friendship? Right. Or is this a lesbian relationship? But then also, could it be like, is this movie telling us that Alucarda and Justine are punished for their lesbian relationship? Sure. But I don't, I don't think like, so because it's never like, it's never depicted as, oh, we've discovered you being lesbian, so now let's. Here's your punishment. Yeah. But it, it, like, those themes are present, but also. They, they talk about gender roles in this right. movie because, I mean, the women are depicted as these evil, demonic villains. Right. But the men, to me, are pretty, like, ineffectual. Sure. Like, Lazaro fails. Dr. Ozcheck fails. fails. So this whole movie, very interesting, and it kind of leaves it open to you to figure out what you think. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. So check out that article because they get into it. Much better than I can. And check so. out Horror Queers. Horror Queers. Hell yeah. Support support other podcasts. Especially like, you know, fucking queer podcasts. And so. horror podcasts. And horror podcasts. Hello. So that's all I got for this one. Well, I'm absolutely enraged because you took most of the shit that I wanted to fucking say. <laughs> but I do have some other stuff and or stuff that I want to add to things that you already brought up. Great. Some of the alternate titles for Alucarda, La Hija de las Tinieblas have been Innocence from Hell, Mark of the Devil 3, which oh. I'm like, okay. What? Uh, and Sisters of Satan. I think those are all great names even yeah. mark of the devil three <laughs> so even though the movie is based upon carmila which is uh or carmilla mm-hmm. it's so easy i can't to help it carmila carmila um, exactly uh which is a vampire fiction director lopez moctezuma has said that the film draws on the vampire tradition and in a way the protagonist is a female vampire Mm. but not in the sense of a blood drinker so that shows you why like she has that like let me almost enchant you in a weird dark way yeah Going back to the nunsploitation stuff, nunsploitation is a subgenre that ran a parallel course alongside women in prison films in 1970s and 80s. As with prison films, they are set in isolated, fortress-like convents where the all-female population turns to lesbianism and perversity. Oh, wow. The element of religious guilt allows for lurid depictions of mortifying flesh, in quotes, such as self-flagellation and painful masochistic rituals. The Mother Superior, boo, is usually a cruel and corrupt warden-like martinet who enforces strict discipline, more opportunities for whippings and medieval-style punishments, and often lusts after her female charges. Oh. This didn't really happen in yeah, here. Yeah, no, but I didn't, yeah. An equally sadistic and lecherous priest is often included to add an element of masculine menace to the story. And two fun facts about our actors that we have is 
Cristina Romero, mm -hmm. who played Alucarda, also played her mom at the beginning. That was her. Nice. And then Cl Claudio Brook, who plays the doctor, was also the hunchback in uh, basically Igor. That's been... Right, yes. And another fun fact about uh, Johnny's most hated actor, Claudio <laughs> Brook, is he was in James Bond's License to Kill and in Kronos. Nice. So, which we still we need to watch. Which is on the list. You want to do some questions? Yes, let me ask you some questions since you're always fucking asking. Okay. Hey, Johnny, were you scared? Yes, absolutely. I um, There were no jump scares. Right. Which, But like I said, I don't need that. So for me, I was very shocked at how like horrified I was by what I saw on screen. Right. How about you? Were you scared? I was shocked. Mm -hmm. My fear wasn't like jump fear. It was like, first of all, I you know, Catholicism is so ingrained in me, even though I'm not a practicing, you know, religious person. But growing up, having a really religious mom, you can't help mm -hmm. but have like imagery being not desecrated is is mm. very it's it has it definitely makes me have a reaction and like yeah a lot of it i, I was you. i was just like whoa dude so i don't i don't think it's i was like you know scared but i definitely was horrified mm. what was your best scare this is so this is kind of weird but it was like when i finally realized that the nuns were wearing bandages to soak up their menstrual blood and self-flagellation blood, that gave me chills. Awful. That's so fucking scary and horrifying to me. <laughs> I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if like that kind of shit maybe actually happened. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? Women had to free bleed back in the day. There aren't Woo! You think they had pads and tampons back in 1850? <laughs> they did not. Let me break it to you. I mean more specifically like the self-flagellation yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah, like yeah. that like just covering yourself and yourself up and having to just soak that. Oh god, that is so horrifying. Sure. Jesus. Uh what was your best scare? Literally any time that exorcist breath came around. I was like, Ooh. "Oh, yeah. Just that sound effect was so, so good. I, I, yeah. I want to say I loved hearing it, but I really did not. <laughs> but it also like did its job. Nice. Who was your favorite character? Uh, I'm gonna give this to Sister Angelica because I think that she could have saved the day. Sure. She had the power to explode that uh, white snake. Is yeah, that her name? white snake. <laughs> she had the power to explode white snake's neck. At the one when when um, Justine was attacking her, she prayed and was able to stop Justine. But then fucking here comes Doctor Ozcheck to ruin the day. So I think had she just been able to have her way, like at that one point, she's like, "I'm gonna take you away from here, Justine." Everything would have been okay. Yeah. But alas, that's not the way this turns out. Poor Who's Angelica. Your favorite character? I'm in between <laughs> Alucarda and the Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> just because I think Tell me she why. I think she I think she nailed just being like really obsessively in Justine's face and being like I mm -hmm. we this is this is what it is you and me and then when like the actual devil shit started happening I there was something really satisfying of seeing her just like spinning and pulling at her hair I was like yes be yeah. a crazy asshole 
And then the doctor, yeah. because I genuinely, unlike you, I enjoyed his performance. Um, <laughs> what was your best line? Alucarda's line, I'm very jealous. You must love me to death. I was like, girl, calm down. I just met you today, like a couple hours ago. Right. Uh, for me, <laughs> it was, this isn't the 15th century. I thought that reason had replaced superstition. Because mm. I was mm -hmm. like, hello. Uh, what was your best death? I'm also going to give this one to Sister Angelica. When she opens that coffin, that whole sequence, opening the coffin, seeing, her, seeing Justine in blood, Justine slashing her, and then taking that big old chunk out of her neck and her gushing blood out. Damn, that sucked for her. Yeah. So, I'm giving it to her. What about you? I'm going to go for the burnt nun getting her fucking head yeah. chopped off with that spurt of blood that popped out. I thought that was fucking awesome. I was hoping you would give it to that just so we could feature that. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you learn anything? No, not really. Yeah, me neither. Not, nothing I can think of. No. Which is fine. Yeah. I don't mind. No, you don't have to. And um, yeah. how many ooies do you give this movie? I'm going to give this movie three and a half ooies. I would give it more, but the acting was a little bit rough, which I said, like, is part of the appeal, but was also like, ooh, damn. But my eyes were, like, wide open, and my jaw was on the floor. And I'm genuinely surprised that this, like, movie that I've... It's been on the fringes. I've never really noticed or paid attention to it. could horrify me so much and leave me wondering all these things, like, you know, about the lesbian aspect, uh, the the... Even political aspect, like direction of this movie, the religious aspect, talking about gender, all of it. I cannot believe how many themes it brought up, and I'm still like reeling from it. Right. So three and a half, which is good. How about you? I am also giving it three and a half. Oh, nice. We okay. We haven't had the same amount of ooze in a while. No, never. Um, oh, wait, have we ever? Wait, yes, yes we, we have. have. I believe we have. Yes, yeah. we have. Uh, I thought it was. Spooky Uki, I thought for like a, a nun devil movie, we got a solid little handful of like gore that I appreciate. Wow. Uh, yes. yes. The chaos and the screaming and like all that shit setting motherfuckers on fire. Like I just thought it was, I had a lot of fun watching it. I genuinely was kind of bummed out how that I had to take notes because I was like, I don't want to stop and press pause i want to like sit and fully yeah. pay attention it took me a really long time to watch this movie because i would go back and rewind to see stuff more which i usually don't do when i take notes i'm just like eh, mm. let me keep going and this one mm -hmm. i was like i really enjoyed myself and like just like what the hell is happening time oh, and yeah. that's always fun so Great job, Alucarda. Yeah, everybody, watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's easily very surprising. You can find it on. You just Google Alucarda, and you'll get options to yeah. watch it. It's very simple. Mm -hmm. It's an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, do it. You won't be sorry. Get your seventies <laughs> like film on. Yes, feel on. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Bush Central, y'all, and I'm not. <laughs> and we're not just like talking Lady Bush because when they're in the fucking field yeah. with the dudes, the dude Bush is also. Very yeah. prevalent. A flopping all over the place. Yeah. Well, we did it. This has been the we 20th did. fucking episode of Week Horror. Thank you for being with us and uh, watching these really fun movies. 
You can find us on Instagram and on uh, Twitter. Make sure to follow Sonoro as well, who has mm -hmm. so many other fun Latino podcasts for you to check out uh, at Sonoro Podcasts. Yes. Same on Instagram and Twitter. Um, <gasps> oh, my God. Que? I forgot to tell you something. What? I have to show you something. Holy and shit. And I need to do it on the podcast. Okay. So, um, wow, I'm so glad I remembered this. So my friend Ben gave me a very belated Christmas gift. And it's just funny because Eileen and I have been talking about merch recently. Yeah. So look what my friend... I, I mean... I, I will we'll describe post, we'll, in a moment. We'll post it on Instagram. We'll post Eileen. it on Instagram. <gasps> wow! <laughs> Holy shit! He made so a, it's a mug. It's a mug. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with our like Instagram stuff on here, it has like one of our first Instagram posts. That's like first episode out on October fifth, and then the other side there's our. Um, Diablo Rojo PTY picture. Oh my god. Which apparently god. Ben was like, I just picked the one that looked scariest to me. So <laughs> that's but so it's funny sweet. Because it's so sweet of him. But Eileen and I have been like talking merch. Yeah. And one of the things we've been talking about it's is coffee merch because we drink so much coffee. So wow. hopefully sometime soon. I mean, does everybody want merch? Because we are ready to like fucking work on merch everybody you guys we have ideas uh, for merch but you know we'll, we're we getting we're gonna build yeah. a little bit more we're very excited about it but i thought you would like to well, see that well thank you so. ben that's very sweet of you to gift yeah, johnny ben. that wow um, Bencito. Bencito. Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe and rate and review because that's mm -hmm. important. Send us some love. Send us some it love. Is. And I guess that's it. Guys, have a great week okay. and we'll see you next Monday with another new episode of Week Horror. Johnny, I fucking love you, dude. <laughs> I fucking love you too. See you later. <laughs> Adios. Adios. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.